Welcome, everybody. I want to say a big thank you to all my friends out there that have picked up this podcast and shared it with others. You know, I was looking at the download rates, and I have been so, so pleasantly surprised. I didn't realize that my voice could have such an impact. So thank you all for sharing. With that piece of gratitude out of the way, I want to tell you a little bit about this week's topic. So as I was planning this week, I was going to talk about anxiety proper, as in what you do when you're experiencing an anxiety attack. I know many people who experience anxiety regularly, and I myself had just had a bit of anxiety during the holidays around an issue that I was struggling with not knowing the answer to. And the more I started thinking about the podcast, I thought, well, most people know how to breathe. They know to use visualization or employ some kind of mindfulness techniques. But what about if we could go to the source of the anxiety? What if we didn't have to deal with anxiety to start with? Wouldn't that be way better? <laughs> and I was like, heck yeah. So instead of talking about how to handle an anxiety attack when you're in the midst of it, let's talk about avoiding them to start with. Are you with me? You know, life doesn't always make sense. Often we make ourselves anxious trying to have it all make sense. We wonder how everything will work out and what our next steps need to be. And by its very nature, having a meaningful life means we get to be surprised and not have to dictate every step along the way. So why are we trying to do it all the time? Learning to reframe situations and deal with them differently instead of avoiding them or trying to change them can provide so much peace. When times get tough, I'm reminded of the saying, this too shall pass. It's become a mantra of sorts for me. And with that in mind, if you are stressed and overwhelmed, I've got a suggestion. Do less and let go. You heard me. Seriously. You've heard the saying, sometimes less is more. That certainly can be the case if you consider the energy you waste when you're stressed and spin in anxiety. The crazy thing is we're constantly pushing ourselves. It's like we invite anxiety so we have something to worry about. Like life will be more meaningful if we have something to fix, right? In the end, it becomes our favorite way to self-sabotage. So today's podcast will examine how to avoid anxiety while achieving maximum benefits with minimal effort. And this is going to require you to have a little bit of faith. I'll admit it's easy to have faith when everything is going well. It's way more complicated when things are going wrong. Here's the thing. If you want something different, you've got to do something different. So let's dive in. Welcome to the official podcast of True Basis Health where we focus on living a life that connects health and mindset for optimal well-being. In each episode, Mika Hill, certified total well-being coach and perfect health educator, will cover bite-sized topics ranging from transformational well-being practices to maximizing mindset and how to live a rewarding life full of purpose. Here's your hostess, Mika Hill. remember being super stressed about giving a presentation on Agni, which is 
Sanskrit for digestifier. And it was part of my Ayurvedic educator certification. We were in small groups. And while I knew everyone there was supportive and wanted me to succeed, my ego wanted to be the best presenter of the afternoon. You got to love the ego. There's a reason it's the most constricted layer of life. So I had rehearsed and rehearsed and then rehearsed some more. I had these colorful slides and I put so much effort into the afternoon that I was beyond prepared. When it was time to meet, the first thing the evaluator said, today is Wednesday. Let us all practice the law of least effort. I was like, what? Least effort? Did she know how many hours I had invested in this one presentation? My type A personality was like, what exactly is least effort? I mean, ego aside, this is a certification test. So... There's no least effort when it comes to a test in my book. I obviously still had a lot to learn. And I know firsthand that for doers and achievers, it can be challenging to step back and see how things will unfold. My entire life has been spent identifying hurdles and overcoming them. But I was about to learn something new. And the anxiety shifted when I realized more often than not, I was the cause of my own anxiety over succeeding. Has anyone else out there experienced this? So how does the law of least effort she was talking about work? Well, I picked up the book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra to gain more insight. And the law is really based on the laws of nature. If we look at nature, it just is. It doesn't resist. The tides come and go. Flowers bloom every spring and they fade in the fall. The grass grows all summer long, despite you cutting it every Wednesday. (laughs) And one of the best examples of least effort or least resistance is when you look at water. Several years ago, I was out west on a trip and I had the opportunity to visit the Grand Canyon. If you've ever been, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. The layered bands of red rock are absolutely breathtaking. And the Colorado River gracefully meanders through the canyon. It twists and winds, following the path of least resistance, a.k.a. least effort. Over the years, the waters have carved these beautiful paths as they've found the smoothest way down. And they've left this beautiful outline so we can all see where they've been, what their path was. And it's not always the straightest path, but it's gotten the river where it needs to go. And observing nature points to how we should live life. We often look for the most direct path and the quickest way to get where we want or what we want. And in doing so, we create so much anxiety for ourselves trying to figure out the best way. What if we could let go and follow the path Of least resistance to. So after reading the book and looking at all the ways nature is so effortless, I got to thinking, you know, maybe there's something there. Look at how beautiful the canyons are and how effortlessly nature works, and it always turns out okay. Perhaps I could learn something if I let myself drop my guard, have a little faith, and stop trying to control every situation. And so That day, I began to start looking a little more consciously at how I could start bringing more ease into my life and still create the success I desired. 
So assuming you too would like to embrace the law of least effort, there are a couple things to take into consideration when you look at the law. And I want to go over those in the rest of the podcast. So the first is acceptance. When you're anxious, it's likely because you aren't totally and completely accepting things as they are. You're trying to change things. No matter how much you try, neither of us can control the outcome of any situation. What will be will be. We can't cling to the past and we can't change the future. We only have the present moment and how we show up in that moment. So let go of how you want it to be or let go of anticipating how things should end up. Your task and your only task for right now is to accept that everything is as it should be and give up on the need to struggle. Anxiety is a form of suffering. It does not feel good. The Dalai Lama shared the wisdom, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. How about we make anxiety optional, right? So accept and move forward. And we're talking about not only circumstances, but people too. Because the Lord knows there will always be some people out there that are going to come, test, and teach us. And at the end of the day, each path of your journey, every obstacle you face, every bit of anxiety you encounter, and how you show up is crucial to your entire story. So the second point I want to make is surrendering into resistance. Okay, so I've already alluded to the second step, but surrender to resistance. And this is hard. It's called resistance for a reason. If you think about the last time you were anxious about something, I'd bet the house that it was likely because you felt out of control. Am I right or am I right? Control is a tough thing to relinquish. It's not like going to a restaurant and telling the waitress to pick between two entrees and surprise you, right? There are certain things in life you feel like you need to choose. I totally get it. Sometimes, though, allowing the universe to take control and choose for you means we get to go where we're meant to go versus where we think we want to go. And I'll tell you from experience, sometimes the plans laid out for us are far greater than we could have ever dreamed of. In the Clarity Club, I talk about a major life disruption I had in 2001. At the time, there was no way I could see how this disruption was connected to a much bigger plan, any plan for that matter. It felt so big and so heavy. It was so overwhelming. And I was so lost that the only thing I could do was surrender because I couldn't see any other solution. And here's the thing. Surrender is complicated, especially when we're trying to help our families, to build a career, to make a difference. But surrender isn't giving up. During COVID, I took an online flexibility certification class through Yoga Body. And the reason I did was twofold. One, it was COVID. So I had a lot more time on my hands. And two, I always remember that darn middle school fitness test. Do you remember the one where they'd have you sit on the floor and reach forward to assess how far forward you could go? It was to test your lower back and hamstring flexibility, but that's not what it did to me. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you, I was not good at it. Each year, I would try and I would never get any further. I could never get to my knees. It was embarrassing. And in retrospect, 
I don't even remember the teacher telling me how I could do better or improve for the next year. Anyway, I've had back issues for years, so I thought, well, you know, you could stand to learn a little bit of flexibility. And you know what I learned? It all comes down to breathing and relaxing. Relaxing into the pose versus forcing it. To that Colorado River example, right? No forcing. Go with the flow. Forget the idiom, no pain, no gain. Just breathe into it. So when it comes to surrendering, it's often easier, at least for me, to surrender to situations. But as time has gone by, I've been working diligently on learning a lot about surrendering in relationships too. Part of surrendering is also about releasing the need to defend a point of view or to persuade others to accept a point of view. How much energy do we waste on arguing our points? And you know what else I've learned? When you just let go or agree, the other person has no idea what to think. And the reason I'm laughing is because I'm thinking about the number of confused looks I've had testing out this theory on loved ones and how disappointed they look when they don't have an opportunity to use one of their old standby rebuttals. It's amazing. As an aside, we also learn things by remaining open to all points of view. So it's really a win-win. And I'll say this, sometimes it takes every fiber in our being to not argue a point. The reality is people will disappoint you. And as much as you don't intend to, you're going to disappoint others. We are all flawed. Life, though, is far too short to focus on the flaws. And this brings me up to another mem. Uh, I'm reminded of this guy playing chess with a pigeon. And the caption beneath the cartoon says, Arguing with idiots is like playing chess with a pigeon. No matter how good you are, the bird is going to shit on the board, excuse my language, and strut around like it won anyway. So next time you're tested, remember that. Have a good chuckle and move on. So the third and final point I'd like to share is to approach every challenge as an opportunity. When you do, it allows you to take whatever you're dealing with and find a way to transform it into a greater benefit. As I said, in 2001, I was challenged immensely, as I'm sure many others were. I didn't blame myself for what happened. The whole world seemed to be falling apart. So think back to other times you've been challenged. And now look at those times with objective eyes. Can you see how it was really an opportunity in disguise? Can you see how your life path changed because of that disruption? Ultimately, when we look back in retrospect, we can see how things were unfolding for us. And so when we've done that enough, the next time we're faced with a challenging situation, it's a lot easier to realize that if you trust the situation, each detour and delay is likely being arranged specifically for your ultimate benefit. You and I have unique paths. We don't need to have the exact steps. We don't need to be in control. We just need to know the direction and trust that there is an extraordinary plan just for us. So I know I've chatted your ear off enough, and I told you I was going to keep these things short. So as you go about your day today, I'd love for you to think about how your anxiety may be caused by you trying too much and just ask yourself, what would happen if I just let these things unfold naturally? How would 
I have less stress and more energy if I could focus my efforts elsewhere. And as you start putting the law into effect to help with anxiety, I think you're going to see improvements rather quickly. You'll begin to notice the traps that you used to easily fall into. And over time, the quality of your life is going to skyrocket. And you'll find your problems actually start leading you to signs of your purpose. So until next time, minimize your effort, maximize your effect, let yourself float effortlessly like the river, and allow yourself to be motivated by love. See you guys next time. Thanks for listening to True Basis Health. Please post a review and subscribe to our channel. And as you move through your day today, remember, a clear mind is a powerful mind. So cultivate clarity with awareness. You've got this.